Welcome to Philanthropy Today. Our goal is to inspire giving by educating listeners on ways to give and how to connect with charitable causes. My name is Dave Lewis. I'm your host of Philanthropy Today. Thank you for joining the show. It's not often we have a return guest in the uh, couple of years that we have been doing Philanthropy Today podcast, but we have a young man who has done some great things uh, in his life already. His name is Eli Conley, and welcome back to Philanthropy Today. Thanks for having me back. I'm excited to be back, talk so, about YIC again. Yeah, YIC. And, and before we get into YIC, congratulations on being a CFA winner and awardee of the Youth of the Youth Volunteer of the Year. Yeah, thanks. It means a lot. I mean, I looked at it as a group award. Right. I, everybody in YIC contributes a lot to the organization. And it was really nice that I got the award and I got to speak for the group because, mm -hmm. I mean, we all put in a lot of work during both grant programs throughout the year. We all we do a lot of volunteering with the which we'll get into later with the all the activities we do through the weeks and months. So it was really nice to get that award and show what YIC was about too. Now you just recently graduated from Manhattan High School. Yep, I'll be attending Iowa State next year. Iowa State. Yeah. Okay. So why the cyclone direction? Uh, because they had my major of business analytics, which I'll be going for, and unfortunately, K State did not mm. have it. So. Do you have some purple that you're going to pack when you're up there for? I mean, staying up there, or are you know. going to wear it often? I don't know if people can see me in that. I don't know if I can pack it. I've been starting to give some of it to my younger brother, but uh -huh. I'll keep a little bit. All right. Well, good luck to you and Ames. Thank Look you. Look forward to following your career. And, you know, what you've done with uh, the YIC organization has been very involved. And let's kind of step back and, and talk about how you got involved in YIC to start with. Yeah. So it was the year after COVID. Uh, my friend Claire brought me and my sister one day to one of the first few meetings they had to start the year. And I mean, it's really evolved from there. I think I've, I've been to most every meeting since then, a few I missed for practices, but I've tried to make every meeting and it's been a lot of fun being in the organization. I've done it with my sister and now my younger brother, who's going to be a sophomore joined last year. So it was a whole family outing every month when we came here. And so it's been a lot of fun. I bet you've gotten a lot of support from your parents too. Yes, they really they really pushed to join it when we told them that Claire wanted us to go to this thing. My dad was like, you need to go. And I was like, okay. But now I see why he wanted me to go really bad. And I haven't regretted it at all. For our listeners that aren't familiar with YIC, give us a brief description of what youth, youth impacting community is. So it really just gives some place for youth to make an impact uh, in the community because there isn't many opportunities out there. And so this allows us to work throughout the year to make an impact. And we meet, it's not, I mean, we meet once a month. It's not this whole weekly thing. We meet once a month. It isn't required, but highly recommended to come to every meeting because we do a lot of things throughout the meetings that are about an hour to an hour and a half every month during the fall our big things during the fall and spring are the grant programs where we give $10,000 to organizations throughout the community and then our big 
one of our other big things in the spring is our youth volunteer day, which we did this year at uh, the emergency shelter here. And then the year prior, I we did it at the crisis center. I wasn't able to go this year because of baseball practice, but it, the students that were there helped plant flowers in front of the shelter, organized clothes in the storage room for them, and then just did other cl cleaning around the shelter. And then one big thing we added this year that I thought was really cool, we had guests come in and speak before our meetings a few times. One, one of them we had this year was David Baker, the director mm. of Douglas Center. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We had him come and talk to us before during one of our meetings during the spring. It's really nice to have. And so I think we're going to start going forward with that starting next year, have a lot more of that. It's really nice to get community members to come in and talk to us and tell us what they do. Especially people like Coach Baker, who's worked with youth and baseball, which is obviously yeah. something that uh, you've probably been able to connect with. Mm. And, you know, we have been so fortunate in in the Manhattan area to have some great people that can speak to the needs for youth in our community and the interest in finding leadership opportunities. Let's talk a little bit about some of um, the YIC. And, you know, you talk about having $10,000, and that comes from the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation, correct? Yes, it does. They give it us tw twice during the fall and spring to do grant programs with it. Let's talk about that decision-making process, because you, as YIC, and you've been president and, you know, whoever else is going through, but this organization, you get to decide where those monies go. How do you go through that process? Yeah, so it's a little different each semester. First semester in the fall, we get applications, and so we have a set group of organizations we pick from. And during the fall, I think we were able to give money to every single organization, not the full amount they requested, which is really hard not to give them that. But we were able to give a little bit of money from our 10000 pool to all organizations during the fall. But this spring is a little bit more involved for all the members. We get to pick the organizations we get to give money to. So the spring, we early in the spring, we all we get into groups about two to three people. And we research a bunch of organizations. We usually look through the past books to get ideas. We look online or just some people already have ideas of what they want to give, who they want to give money to. And so each group comes up with about two to three organizations they would like to give money to. And then one week or one month, one meeting, we go through and everybody presents their findings and their ideas for everybody to hear. And then after that, we sat down and this year and last year we got it down to five organizations that we all agreed on that were good causes. And so it's really hard to get it down to five from everybody giving about two to three. It's really hard, but we think five is the best was the best the last two years because it allows us to give not equal amounts, but more amounts to each organization that will be making more of an impact for them. Was that a difficult process to go through with your with your members? Yes, because not you never have total agreement. I would I should say mm -hmm. there's always, I mean, there's somebody that wants to give more here or more there or wants to keep this one organization or this one organization. But we really we try to get it down because if we have too many organizations, then we're going to be giving 
too little of amounts that I don't that I don't think will make that much of an impact. The dollar figure, you know, how difficult it is to to decide on how much to give to any of these five organizations. It it's really hard because so also in the findings we have every member try to give the idea of what we'd give the money for. Because we're not, we want to have a purpose behind all the money we give. We want them to use it on this certain thing, and so the, we really. This year, I went around the room when everybody was there for a meeting, and I just had everybody for every organization throw out a number they would want to give for the cause, and so that really made it a lot easier because we threw out a few numbers and then some people would back up that number, back up that number. And then, so that made it a lot easier to decide on the money figure. And then also the ideas they gave also were in our minds of how much we should give. Like this year for special Olympics, the Berlin trip, we gave them $3,000. And I think if we really gave them anything less, it wouldn't have made that much of a difference. So we also look at the thing we're giving it giving it to the organization for also comes into factor how much we should give them. So let's talk a bit about um, some of the things that you take away from being involved in YIC over the last few years. So what what are some of the things that you like most about being in YIC? Um, obviously this year, I loved being president. It It was a leadership, but it was also... I wasn't just telling everybody what to do. It was a lot of fun. Every month, everybody came ready to learn about something new in the community. And so that was a lot of fun. The best part is always the grant programs, though, from everybody. Because you, you get a sense of giving back and you're helping somebody out. It's really what it's all about in those grant programs. That's what it's all about. It's my favorite thing to do. And I hope a lot of people enjoy it, too. The But, I mean... Also, the collaboration with all the people that are there. This year, we just had a bunch of kids from Manhattan, but past years, we've had kids from Riley and Ogden. And so this has really opened to anybody in surrounding areas. And being able to meet with all these people once a month and you all have a common goal of wanting to give back makes it a lot more fun and to talk to people that are there. Do you intend to carry some of this leadership experience into your days at Iowa State? I hope so. I'm try I hope I can get involved in a lot of clubs and become a leadership in some maybe their philanthrop philanthropy department of it, whatever, because I I didn't know I like volunteering and all this stuff so much going into joining this organization, but after the past two years have made me really enjoy it and love it. What's the process of becoming a YIC member? So the problem with reaching out to grade level, grade level kids is because it's not a school organization. It doesn't go on during school hours or after school. We Our meetings have been on Sundays usually, and so we can't promote it in schools very easily. So it really goes out for all the members to reach out to people. And so Obviously, my friend Claire reached out to me and Audrey to join. And so that's really what it comes down to is members being able to reach out to other kids that might want to join. And then starting this year, we are we got a new brochure. We went through that one meeting trying to get our online awareness up so that we can get more members. I know that McKenna Eilert, uh, who works here in the office, she uh, kind of oversees 
uh, YIC. And anybody that would like to get involved uh, can just contact us here at the GMCF and, and we can create that channel. What kind of advice would you give to your younger brother about uh, becoming a YIC member? Uh, I would tell him, get involved. Don't don't be the kid that's just sitting back there listening to everybody. Try to throw out your ideas. It's Everybody has ideas about what they want to do in the community. or So throw yours out and get in a leadership position. It makes it a lot more fun in my opinion. I mean, you're not just you're not still not bossing anybody around, but it like, makes it a lot more fun cuz you can help lead everybody and help guide everybody. It really does enhance the experience of working as a volunteer, doesn't it? Yeah, I it was a lot more fun coming to meetings this year knowing that I was going to help guide and talk. And the past years it was just there was a lot more I'm not saying I'm a bad listener, but there's a lot more just sitting there and listening. And so being able to throw out my ideas and then hear back from other people more this year was a lot more fun. Is this something you anticipate not only at Iowa State, but through the rest of your life, you're going to be able to see some of the things that are important to you and participate in helping others? Yes, I hope I can continue that throughout my life. Well, thank you for the work that you've done with YIC and Good luck at Iowa State. Wish you well, and uh, congratulations once again on being the CFA awardee for Youth Volunteer of the Year. Thank you, and thanks for having me again. Thank you for joining us for Philanthropy Today, an inside look at the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. You can always learn more about the GMCF at our website, mcfks.org. We also invite you to subscribe to Philanthropy Today on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Dave Lewis. I'm proud to host Philanthropy Today. It's hosted and produced in the Ad Astra Cast Studios in downtown Manhattan, Kansas.